Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hayley Ellis is my guest this morning. Had your pal Sarah here last week? Yeah, you did. It's a very you, uh... fun show, I listened to that. Oh, did you? Well, I suppose you have to, she's sort of like your, like your boss, isn't she, in a way? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> sort of, a little bit. She's as much my boss as what you are, mate. Fine. All right. So both, we're both your bosses. Someone, someone had a, <laughs> someone tired, are they? I am tired. Yeah, yeah I am tired, tired and ratty. Not your boss, but she, she, you support her on tour. I do, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Okay, so a bit like a boss. Shut <laughs> up, mate. <laughs> it's going to be a fun show. Oh god! I'm like the big brother you might have. I have no idea. I've never asked. <laughs> never had one this annoying. No, uh, I'm pretty no. annoying. I can be annoying. Good morning. Hope you're very well this morning. Uh, we, uh, wh- wh- why are you up? Why are you up this morning? Um, I was up very late. Well, I wasn't. I was up very early, and then I was up close to the wire. It was, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, I was a weekend at Alton Towers with the kids, man. Oh no, no. I mean, I've got to say, it was great fun. What's your favourite ride? Mm. Did you just the, hold the bags? I think the monorail t- uh, <laughs> back to the car park. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I love the rides. I'm a I'm a big fan of the rides. So, what were the best ones? Crikey, there's so many there. Because it is the best one, Alton Towers. Um, Rita is good. Terrible yeah. name, but a it's great awful ride. awful names, it is, isn't they? it? I'm just going on Rita. <laughs> I'm a quick go on Rita. So northern, isn't it? I don't know what... There must be a history to it, but why they were like, we got Nemesis, <laughs> Oblivion, Galactica, and Rita. <laughs> like, who? <laughs> who in the marketing department decided that was a good idea? Uh, but, no, it was great. There's some really... Just, I took my dad. My dad's not been on a roll, roller coaster for years. So my dad, well, the whole family came. My mm. dad, my brother, everyone was there. And uh, my dad, who, like, he doesn't really leave Manchester, my dad. You know, he doesn't, like, he doesn't go on holiday. He, you know, we go on our family holidays. He doesn't come. Is he like, we've got everything we need in Manchester? Manchester's right. It's only, he's, he's like, uh, you know, he's only missing a beach. Uh, <laughs> who said that? Was, uh, uh, somebody said that <laughs> from, from Stone Roses, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, it was, um, yeah, he's one of them. And also, he won't go anywhere that's been on the news in the last sort of you know fifteen years. So like, when we go abroad, he's like, "Where?" I'm like, "We're going to Egypt." He's like, "Nah, I think I saw that on the news." Like he's one of them. <laughs> so uh, so he came, but we went on everything. I mean, just watching a you know a sixty five year old man on Rita. Nemesis, <laughs> yeah, on Rita. <laughs> I don't want to watch a 65-year-old man on Rita. Well, Thank you very it, much. it's a very specialised website. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's it was great fun. I um and and the, and the kids are just they've just peaked. At, well, not peaked, but they've just got to 140. Which so they is can the, get on the good rides. Yeah, the big my big two just 140, bang on 140, 143. We were there on the big ride in the car. Oh, loved it. What about the other ones though? Did they just have to go on like the ladybirds? No, that's like... the beauty of it though. See BB's world. Oh, I feel like God. I'm doing an advert now. For, yeah. This is turning into an ad. Uh, but uh, yeah, see BB's world. So they, yeah, they're on Tree Food Tom and Postman Pat. <gasps> He's there. Do you just ride around in his van doing his round with him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole of Staffordshire. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's oh, it's great. Just at hot donuts. Uh, oh. I love a hot donut. That's the best thing about going, like, say you went Blackpool for the day. It's a hot donut, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is all about the hot donuts. Mm. Um, we, we are at the roller coaster restaurant, Hayley. What was that? It's a restaurant. Is it a roller coaster? It's near a roller coaster. <laughs> That's not the bit that they've they ended. No, the food comes via like a track, like a. So you order your food <laughs> on a little iPad and it comes whizzing around the room from I don't know where. Just the mystery. On a little train? On a little train, just... And, it, and you've got a little thing on your table. <laughs> Spins round. That's a, I didn't even know they did that. I, I don't... I still don't know how they do it. 
That would be my favourite ride. It's kind of our, it was our <laughs> talking point for two days. We were like, what? How is this possible? It was great. And even like, you know, you'd, you'd order a Coke and it'd come and it wasn't like all fizzed up, which you expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you open a can and it sprays in your face. Yeah. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So, this is what happened at the uh, Alton Towers this week. So, all having a lovely time. We've, uh, we're all in the queue for uh, Congo River Rapids. Right. right. Did you have your uh, Raymax ready? Do you know what? I don't. I, I think that takes the fun out of it. I see people in the Raymax. I'm like, what are you doing, mate? It, it, you're going on a water ride. Yeah, but also. Also, it was 25 degrees yesterday in Staffordshire. It was roasting. Yeah, but you're not going to dry off in Staffordshire. Maybe if you're in Disneyland, <laughs> you're going to dry off. I don't know, you know. I dried off. Yeah. Also, there's those uh, dryers that you can stand in. Yeah, they're like a fiver for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, they're too quick. Maybe we'll yeah, stand they're... in a breeze. It's just as good. <laughs> Like, pointless. <laughs> good fun, though. Good yeah, fun. Yeah, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, so we get, we're, we're queuing up for Congo River Rapids. Um, and uh, we get, we're right at the front. We're ready. We're ready to get on this this ride. A guy in front of us has, um, well, there's two people in front, maybe it's like five spaces in front of us, two people there. Two people come down the uh, fast pass <gasps> queue, right? And join them, like they've been saving a space for them in the queue. Yeah, I know. I can see by yours and producer Joe's open mouths, you're equally aghast. Yeah. Queue jumping. The one thing, like, look, this country gets a lot of things wrong, okay? I think we can all hold our hands up to say, look, we've not been the best. We've tried our best over the years. We're not the best at everything, okay? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to queuing... We're the best. We're number one. We're number one in the well, not number one in the queue. We're about five back. <laughs> Apologising. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, no, after you. <laughs> so you can't save you can't save a space to somebody in the queue. No, you can't do it. Either stand in the queue for the Congo River Rapids, or you ain't going on, mate. Exactly. So the staff, God bless them. Sorry, queue jumping. Yeah. And he's gone. No, they saved me a space. Nah, mate. Not happening. Not happening. All right. There was a standoff, Mexican standoff, between these two staff member and this guy. No, I'm not leaving until I get on the ride. And they're going, well, you're not getting on the ride, pal. And it was this for eight, like for what felt like hours. I mean, it was about three minutes, but it felt like a long time. Did you film it? I didn't. There was a lot of people filming it, though. You'll you probably find it on, on Twitter. <laughs> and this was when it turned. So it was already a British moment, yeah. arguing about the queue at a, at a British theme park. Then it went to the next level of Britishness, right? The whole crowd, and I'm talking the whole queue, there's 150, 200, maybe 300 people in this queue all going round the river, start chanting, throw him off, throw him <laughs> off, throw him off, throw him off. It was amazing. It was amazing. You should and have picked him up and like passed him back to yeah. the back of the queue. <laughs> and obviously the staff, geared on by the, the momentum of the audience, they've gone, no, we're not getting off. You're off. And, we'll f- and then the... Over the tanner, the guy in the box, because he can be braver, can't he? Because yeah. he's up in the box. No one's going to clock him one in the chin. Uh, this ride is temporarily uh, not in use oh. until uh, this member of the public has left the ride for pushing in. What a And hero. he's giving it, this saved me a space! It's like, <laughs> not a thing, mate. It's not a thing. No, and it, security will be called. You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be thrown out of the park, they said. So they've obviously gone, well, we're not, not going to lose our whole day. So they've left. And at the moment of them leaving, the whole crowd again, 
Yes! <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was the most British thing I've ever, ever witnessed in my life. It made me feel proud. It's like the British version of Gladiator. It was. Get out, get out, <laughs> throw him up, throw him up. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hayley Ellis is my guest this morning, a very funny comedian who is heading up to the Edinburgh Festival. I am indeed. Yes, tell me about your show. I'm doing a show from the 9th to the 18th called Nobody Puts Hayley in a Corner. I like it. Thanks, mate. I like it, a little pun there. Yeah. I had once, twice, three times a Hayley last year. That's a great one. Yeah. It's hard when you peaked on a title though, isn't it? Because you go, that's a great title. What was yours? A Manford All Seasons? Manford All Seasons is... uh, is, uh, Yeah, I mean, I had Urban Legend was my first... um, Shows. It's not really a pun, but it was but it was a show about urban myths and urban legends. So I was a bit of an expert at them when I was in my teens. What's the biggest urban legend you heard? <sighs> There's always the one about the, the the cyst on a chicken sandwich. That yes, was, that was a big one. Growing that someone up. thought it was mayonnaise. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a classic. Happened to everyone. Yeah, everyone that. I, any story, even if you something happened to your friend, genuinely happened to your friend, and you said to me, "Yeah, a friend of mine," uh, straight away my brain goes, "Nah." Never happened, Would mate. never happen. Uh, Frank Skinner used to have a, a really good observation about um, outlandish stories. I can't remember what, what special, what stand-up show he, he was doing. But I remember Frank used to say, um, any mad story, you know, you hear like stories like, yeah, and then somebody like flushed their uh, thing down the toilet and then that's why these alligators living in the sewers. Like, and it sounds <laughs> crazy, but Frank used to say, if you start the sentence with, in America, <laughs> it suddenly makes every story like, Oh, yeah, no, I can believe that. Yeah, Yeah, I can believe that. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like that would happen. Yeah. (laughs) When you're saying, like, in Chorley or somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I don't believe you, mate. In New York, you're like, oh, yeah, no, I can imagine that would happen in New York, yeah. Um, Great, so you're going to head up. So so you're just going for the, what, the ten dates? Nine dates in total. Nine dates, right. Yeah. So Didn't fancy the full run? Well, no. um, I'll be honest with you, it's going to be hard enough to sell nine days, let alone the full run. Please buy a ticket. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Available now. Um, But yeah, it's going to be good, I think. I've got a good entrance to my show this year. Can you tell us? Is it it spoiling? It's top secret, but honestly... I've peaked with like, as entrances go, it's up there with like the big arena tours. Oh, really? Yeah. I find entrance the hardest part of the show as well. So that's good that you've got a good one. Because I feel like, I mean, I've I've tried to watch those Netflix specials on the the internet there of of American comics. How happy is that crowd to see them? I mean, too much. And they've not done out. Exactly. They've not told a joke. (laughs) I quite like a British entrance. I like a British entrance where... Essentially, they they give you a little clap, but it runs out before you get to the microphone. Yeah. I'm a and fan of that. And you can still hear your footsteps walking onto yes. the stage. Hello, I always I always find the, you know, I've, I've thought about it in the past. Big music, you know, dum, bam, bam. ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Manchester, please welcome Jason Mavis. Light shows, fireworks, wah. but yeah. then my accent doesn't lend itself to it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming up from the stage with loads of smoke. Ah, yeah. Evening, Swindon. <laughs> like, I just feel stupid. So, I, in fact, the the, the last, um, the last tour I did before before this one, I actually used to come on um, to nothing. Like, I would just, I saw a very famous American comedian do this. Um, and, um, it was Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. I, know, I was not going to mention Let's it, but then I just that. thought, you know, I know I went to see him live before, before we knew. There was a reason he came he on to silence, Jason. <laughs> yeah, he went off to silence. <laughs> um, no, I went to see him uh, a few years ago and 
before, before, and uh, he um, he came on to nothing, to no to no applause, no lighting, no introduction, nothing. Just walked onto stage while the the lights were still up, and uh, the the house lights were still up. It's a brave move. Yeah, I did it a few times. It's actually quite exhilarating because sort of people don't know what's going on. They're like, what's going on up there? Is that oh, is, is that there? And then gradually, just sort of into. But you can show. do that because you're well known. If I walked on, they'd think I was a caretaker. Yeah, I guess they would be like, like why is the, why is the, <laughs> the manager of the theatre? Why is the cleaner coming on? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Morning, guys. Master Watchmaker. Uh, listening and giggling this morning. Master Watchmaker. That's master. a good title, isn't it? Yeah, that's a bold claim as well. Not just a watchmaker. The master. The master of watchmakers. And that's still a job that, like, that'll never be taken over by a computer or a robot. That's still got to be done by a, you know, somebody yeah. in a little... Thing. Little what? You know... A good action for radio, though. Yeah, but the noise, the noise the, was The noise was good. That's, that's me, my watchmaking noise. Yeah. Uh, morning, guys. Uh, I'm up to check in for my flight to Abu Dhabi. Uh, hoping to see you, Jason, at the, the Park Rotana next month. I'm playing there in July. Very nice. In and out this time. No holiday for me. Get duty free, though. Why? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Bang. Out there. Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Bahrain, home. Great stuff. Latitude Festival. That's oh, is my, that where you're that's going? That's my week that week. Oh, what a, where am, what a week. Where am I? I'm in... Uh, <laughs> Morecambe. <laughs> Scumfort. Morecambe, Scumfort, Preston. The showbiz driver. <laughs> if you will. Hey, I've done it. I've done it. Oh, I've done. I've done man and boy, Ailey. Man and boy, no, done it. You've earned it, mate. Done me. Done me. Pay me dues. Uh, and uh, Tracy is. Uh, she's heading over to um, Alton Towers today. We mentioned it a little while ago. And Becky and Gary, uh, we're off to a motorbike show in Newark. Oh, that's. I, I, I'm not. A, I, I sometimes think about the little those ones, those little scooters. Would you get one? I was sort of tempted. If I lived in London, I think I probably would just to get around. I wouldn't want to get around on one of them in London because it's too busy. And that was the most northern thing I've ever heard. That was like something out of Coronation Street. I, would, I, I don't mind London, but it's so busy. It's yeah. so busy. And the people, they just don't chat Nobody to you when you're on your vestment. Nobody chats. No. Um, no, I'm not. I just, I'm not into it. I've got a bicycle that I don't use. So I'm not going to buy another <laughs> thing with two wheels that also sits in the corner. You've got a Ellen car does. you don't use, mate. I've got a car I don't use as yeah. well, to be fair, yeah. I um, I met somebody last week when I was filming Scarborough who, is this the most decadent, like, sort of weirdly decadent thing that you've ever heard? She said that she's got a spare car, right? She's not, like, load, loaded. She's a script yeah. editor on the show. She's not, she's not super rich. Like, she's just normal, like a normal wage, you know, average wage. She has a spare car that she uses just for the tip Oh, shut up. She's not rich, but she's got a tie car. A spare car. How often she go in the tip for a start? I don't know. To justify getting a, another vehicle I don't for know, it. but she's got a spare car for the tip. That's ridiculous. I, I don't. I mean, I go to the tip maybe what, three times a year. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Bank hol- we cleared out the garage bank holiday weekend. Yeah, standard. Yeah. On the Monday, my wife, was, my wife said, uh, I, put, I loaded all the stuff in the back of the car. She went, do you want to get all that to the tip? And like, on a bank holiday, you're mad. I'll, I'll do it Tuesday, and I'll do it. <laughs> Take the kids I've as well. Absolute day out. Yeah. And uh, you know there's a tip shop now. I didn't know that. There's a shop at the tip. For what? Stuff that people have tried to throw away. Get out of town. Honestly. Oh, that's amazing. Honestly. I'm going to go there. There's a tip shop. I could I could refurbish my house. You go there. 
my fr- friend of mine bought a, a leather a leather chair that was being thrown out by somebody. Twenty five quid. Wow. And it's a perf- nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's yeah. It's, it's been in the tip. It's to been be in fair. the tip. She'll need to Febreze that, won't she? Other than that, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, but yeah. Spare car is that the most decadent, normal, decadent thing you've ever heard in your life? It's a most... spare car for the tip. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That kind of like it. I've got a spare car to go to the Asda with. <laughs> yeah, if it's your actual car. <laughs> yeah, I've got one spare car. No, I I've guess got... if you've got a crappy car that you think, oh, there's no point selling it because um, what we're going to get three hundred quid if that. And there's no point scrapping it because I, I won't get anything for that either. I may as well just leave it out there. But you've got to MOT it. it though. She's got to MOT it, get it serviced just to go the get, just to go the tip. I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs. I get into script editing. It sounds like a... I'm telling you, it's where the money is, it's mate. Where the money is. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. I just remembered there was another moment yesterday at uh, Alton Towers. So have you been at Alton Towers? You haven't mentioned it. I know, it. I know. So, well, it's just what I've done for the last two days, Hayley. I can't... <laughs> it's just in my head. We stayed over as well, which was very exciting. In Never done that before. official hotel? No, we, st- we stayed in a little lodge because I had too many children for the hotel. Travel lodge? Um, or any other brand of hotel? No, it's just called... I think it's called Apple Lodge. Or something. I don't oh, know. Anyway, yeah. it, was, it was very nice. Um, no, this is what happened. So, obviously, we've chatted about the uh, the situation with the queue jumping earlier. Mm. But this other thing happened when we were queuing for Nemesis. 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 And uh, queuing for Nemesis, and we, we, we're we on it. We're actually on the ride. We're all sat there waiting. And um, again, we're, st- we're, we're waiting for it to move. We're like, what's going on? Why is the ride not cracked on yet? And there's a fella, again, arguing with the staff, right? And his little lad is obviously a bit upset because they've got him. Can we just give, measure you quickly? Oh, no. Yeah, he's done the queue. I mean, I, I get it. You've queued for an hour or whatever it is. I don't know how long the queues are, 40 minutes. And, you you know, you've been... Can I measure you quickly? They've measured him. He's 139. He's 139, Ailey. He's not 140, which is the the ride requirements. Surely, though, I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't know, Ailey. What I would say, it, like, he's really kicking off this fella about it. Maybe I'm being biased because my kids are 141 and 143 and we were ready to go. <laughs> but, but, pal, the, the rides have been, they've been tested. The, the experts have said 140 is the minimum required. Why would, why would you risk your, your own child? But just put a built-up shoe on him. Do you know what I mean? Just put or a, pla- a big hat. A big hat, yeah. yeah. I think I could understand one inch below, I'd be like, come on, that's all right. I mean, no, he might cent- fall cent- out. That's, that's four centimetres. We're talking centimetres here. Well, I don't know why I'm justifying centimetres. It should be the other way around, shouldn't it? I, yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, surely, he's not going to slip out the right. Have you seen that YouTube clip, the, the one with the kids yes, slipping out? Yes, I have. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's hilarious yeah. on, in America on the, on, the, on the thing, but you wouldn't want your own kid so, doing it, would you? Why yeah. would you? Like, if I got there and they went, your daughter's too small for this ride, I go, absolutely, okay. Well, I'm not going to risk that, am I? Yeah, you go and wait in the cafe for us, love. We did it on one of the rides. My, uh, we we got to the top of my my other daughter's one three five. I think I thought the ride was one thirty. I got it wrong, and so I had to apologise. But I thought it was one thirty. We got there, it was one forty, and they went, "Oh, she's too small." And uh, I said, "Right, just wait there by the exit gate." <laughs> oh, you did it! <laughs> yeah, oh, you did. That's so cruel. I've just queued up, man. <laughs> oh, you I went... said, just wait there, sweetheart. She went, what? I went, we're just going to go on the ride and then you wait there. 
You owe me car keys for us, love. Of course. What, she's what, crying. What, I get punished because she's not tall enough? How's that? That's not my fault. You're the adult, Jace. Not when you're at a theme park. We're all kids. Did you wave at her? She's like, <laughs> as you're on the way round. No, but I had to play it down when I got off. I went, oh, actually, it was a bit scary, that one, love. I think I burnt my neck. Like I was, <laughs> as you're wiping away her tears. <laughs> I was really playing it down. <laughs> Matters. Uh, so I'm talking this morning about um, sort of something I talked about when I was on tour myself, um, which was essentially that there's there's two parts of your brain, right? You've got a you've got an ideal version of yourself, you know, someone who's sort of thinner than you and a, I don't know, a better parent than you, a better partner than you, a better comedian than you, a uh, better you know colleague than you, whatever it is, you know. Uh, and then there's just you. That's the other half of your brain. Um, essentially, I guess the way is it, an easy way of thinking about it is the old angel and devil on your shoulder that sort of cliche that there's one angel there telling you to be good and the one on the other side saying no 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 and i think it affects all of us i think to lesser degrees um you know one half of your brain says look get to bed early you've got an early start tomorrow you're on the radio and the other half's brain saying oh we could stay out till two o'clock <laughs> One more episode on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Come on, be all right, be fine. You know, one half of my brain says, "Come on, let's start eating. Let's start eating healthy, man." You know what I mean? You know how to do it. You know how to be thinner, Jace. Let's start being healthy. And the other half's going, "What on a Sunday? You're mad." No point starting on a Sunday. Nah, mo- Sunday's not a day for starting things. Monday, Monday we start things. So it's a contradiction. We're all walking contradictions. You know, uh, sometimes I go to you know I, I talk about it in the show. I go to W H Smith. I buy Men's Fitness magazine. I get to the kiosk, he's like, do you want a large galaxy for a pound? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, how can you buy those two items? How can the same person buy those two items? So that's what I'm talking about this morning. Um, the angel and devil on your shoulder. Where have you found that in your life? The, the contradictions. You contradict yourself all the time like me. Uh, Stu on uh, Facebook says, one side of his brain is always adamant that I'm going out for a pint. Just one pint or maybe two, but that's it. And the other side knows full well that both sides will be trying to work out where it all went wrong the next morning. Yeah. So Sunday morning is a good, I think it's a good morning for contemplating these things. You know, where, where are you going wrong in your life? You know, which, which one's stronger? The devil on, on, on one side, the angel on the other? Where have you contradicted yourself? Often it can be when it comes to, uh, I don't know, maybe someone says it, Mandy Branson on Facebook says, if my kid falls over, do I laugh or help? Oh yeah, that's a really tough one, tough isn't one. it? Tough yeah. one, because it's hard to do both. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Kate says uh, the angel on her shoulder is in full control when I go and do me as the big shop, <laughs> picking out fabulous fresh fresh food. Uh, and veg, fresh fruit and veg, walking past tempting aisle end offers, trying to arouse the devil, she says. The devil stirs, wakes with vengeful glint in his eye, pushes us wildly towards the chocolate crisps, wine aisles, deviating only for a quick grab of a donut shelf, grabbing everything and anything that we don't really want, but gladly we'll scoff in the car on the way home. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what to do, but you just don't do it. I always think that. I always think, right... Monday morning, I'm going to whip up an omelette with whatever's in the fridge. Oh, yeah. And I open the fridge, and I can't make an omelette out of a can of Stella, can I? So, no, you can't. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> I hard. mean, can you? <laughs> you probably could. I mean, you know what I mean? Someone invented salted caramel. Yeah, it's true. That Don't tell true. me they knew what they were doing. 
No way, mate. Somebody looked in the fridge and was like, what can you put in caramel? <laughs> Salt? Why is it in the fridge? I don't know. I don't just, know. Yeah, that's true, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's not a thing that anyone meant to do. It was uh, an accident. Somebody spilt salt in caramel. I was like, this is all right, this. This is actually really nice. This is a hungover dish, that, isn't it? We should pretend that this is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Lynette Gould, after an exhausting night with the kids, the little devil says, leave them in bed. Don't take them to school. But the angel says they need their education. Then the devil agrees and says, yeah, also, that means we'd have to have them all day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're having little conversations without you being involved. I love that. Victoria says, This year I'll be good and buy the kids their Easter egg selection boxes, Halloween sweets early while they're discounted and I won't eat them before the big day like I've done every other year. Got to be restrained. I always do that. I get trick-or-treaters sweets in. They're all gone. I end I up giving them quids out my purse. <laughs> all the sweets. Like, That's exactly Why are you 50 quid down, Aileen? Because <laughs> they had a £10 Trick. bag. Trick! <laughs> Let's go to her house. Sat there with a mouthful of celebrations, giving out fivers. <laughs> Tracy from Murfield. When I go to the gym, then come home and eat an entire trifle still wearing gym gear. Oh, Tracy. That's exactly it, Trace. She's my kind about. of girl. She, that's, she's my hero. That's exactly what I, I'm. I don't even know how much I pay for the gym. It's, it's not cheap. I know that because I pay yeah. for me, the wife, the kids. I've just got my mum a pass, like, so she can come and help us with the swimming classes. And. And yeah, I'll sit in the cafe. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll have another cappuccino, please, mate. Use the vending machine. Do you want oat milk? No, I don't want oat milk. I want a cow. Do you know what you want to do? Sometimes I go to Asda in my gym clothes just so people think that I've been in the gym. Yeah, but where do you live? Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of people fair, walking yeah, around in gym fair. gear. That's To be fair, that's true. Not necessarily been to the gym, have they? <laughs> <laughs> the fact you've not got in your slippers. <laughs> Pyjamas is a treat. <laughs> Anna in Wolsey says, uh, Wallacey, sorry, says, uh, Morning, Jason. I'm not scared of heights, but whenever I'm up high, like on the Arch de Triomphe years ago with my husband, she just slid that in. uh, You've travelled, all right, mate. All right, we get get it, Anna. All right. Uh, One side of my brain feels the need to remind me not to jump off the high place, uh, even though I had no intention of jumping off at all. That's a, that's a, phenom- it's a phenomenon, isn't it? Where yeah. You jump, you think, oh, and you're on a cliff or edge or something, the brain's like, what do I be like to? Or you sort of think you're going to jump. Apparently, they did a study on it a while back. Um, by all accounts, there isn't, it isn't that. It isn't you thinking, oh, I might jump off this cliff. That's not what that is. What it is, is it's a survival instinct. That if you're near the edge of something or you're up high and you sort of, the survival instinct kicks in and you step back from the edge. Your conscious brain makes a leap. You know, the, the brain's always trying to tie ends up mm. so it makes the, make, the world make sense. Um, it's your conscious brain going, oh, why have we just moved back? It's because we wanted to jump. Right. And so it's a, a sort of a, it reverse engineers the reason. So what, like, you know, like sometimes when you see a grid and you think, I wonder what would happen if my keys fell down that. Do you think like that sometimes? It's not the same as that, but yeah. <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> Is it just yeah. because it's too early? No, it's because it's like it's like when this is a weird thing. Sometimes when you when you have a baby, when you have a, when you have a child, right? You you be at the you be on the top floor of your house on the, on the top floor of your house. Have you heard me? I'm still I'm still. Hey guys, I'm still one of you. Um, I'd be on the mezzanine. Yeah, you know you're in the West Wing. And, uh, you're on the first floor there, and uh, on the landing, and the stairs are there, 
And for some reason, your brain goes, come, imagine we both, you and the baby just fell down this, yeah. these stairs now. Or you, even like walking through doorways, your brain goes, come, imagine you just accidentally hit the baby's head on the side of this door. Like, it's, it's sort of like, um, I guess it's like a, a practice thing. It's your brain sort of going, this is the worst case scenario. Yeah. Don't do this. You know, it's like, it must be like a survival instinct from when we were cavemen and women, you know, just running around and just working out how to do things. So I think it's that. I think it's yeah. just your brain working out what is the, the worst thing that could happen <laughs> right now. And then please don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it must, it must be, it must be that. Uh, uh, Nikki in London says, Morning, Jay. Uh, the devil on my shoulder definitely has direct access to my Deliveroo account. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Example, last night's 3am pizza order. Uh, to be fair, I think he's also in charge when I go to the bar uh, who's blaming for tequila and espresso martinis. Very oh. much suffering. Now, that's the thing, you see. Your devil isn't is not getting up on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Dealing with what he did the night before. <laughs> The espresso martinis, she's still going now on that. I mean, I don't know what Nikki's thinking with espresso martinis. Because you're hammered, but wide awake. Awake, that's the thing. It's the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Wide awake, well aware that you're eating a pizza at 3am. Yeah. That's texting into a radio show. (laughs) Still hammered and wide awake at half nine on a Sunday morning. I can't, I mean, I'm not a big drinker anyway, but uh, that is not for me. I, I, my problem is, I drink, I mean, thank God for Coke Zero. I've got to say, because I used to be fizzy drinks, Coca-Cola. I mean, I don't know what's in Coke Zero, but it, it seems a bit better. Less, there's certainly no sugar. I would get high on sugar. Yeah. Like a child, like a seven-year-old running around a play centre. That'd be me. Mates who were hammered would be like, calm down, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I've, not, I've not touched a drop of alcohol, but I'd be more hammered. Than, and the worst case scenario, you also remember everything the next day. That's the thing. Oh god, I was up. was I dancing on a table? Oh god, I lost on Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Here we've got Jamie on the line. Good morning, Jamie. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Not so bad at all, Pat. Where are you calling from? Uh, Nottingham. Nottingham, lovely Nottingham. Okay, so tell us where where have you found it? This uh, the angel on one side, devil on the other. It was funny this morning, I'm driving to work, I thought, I'll go early this morning. Good lad. Get in, I've got some Rice Krispies in the drawer, I'll get all my paper done before we open, and then bang, oh, what about a Greg's sausage roll? Oh, Greg's Greg's bacon roll, and all of a sudden I'm driving, thinking, no, no, we'll go to work, and it is. And I know which way it's going. Yeah, you know what's going. It's going to be a donut, a Greg's bacon roll, and YouTube, and all the paperwork could be put back till later on. That sounds like a perfect Sunday, to be fair, Jamie. (laughs) you got to get meal deal as well. you got to get meal I'm deal in Greg's. Good. I'm you're trying tr- to be good, but it's fighting me. I'm on my way to work now. It's fighting me. I know. You're trying to be good. That's the problem. You're trying to be good. The angel's saying, Jamie, we've got paperwork. So it's a Sunday. We can get ahead of ourselves. Have, have, a, have an apple. Have an apple. And I'm, gonna, and, I, and I'm pulling into Greg's as we speak. I know, but by yourself. I know. And it's two for one. On the, oh, don't. On the, on the sausage rolls. Yeah. Oh, oh mate. Well, look. I've in, lost. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> the devil has won. But enjoy it. Enjoy, you're there now. You must I'm enjoy done. it. Have a donut. Oh, chocolate. <laughs> All right, Homer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you, Jamie. Have a good day. Cheers, big old. Bye bye. Sounds, sounds like he's got a good day ahead. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? I tell you, I, I was thinking the other day when I was walking past Greg's. Um, they could solve a lot of the obesity crisis in this country by simply shutting one of the doors. 
They've often got the two doors open. Shut one of them, have a single door. If you can't get in, you can't have one. Yeah, that's a really good idea. It's just a start. It's just yeah. a start, mate. I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, you know, you can have that for free, government. <laughs> Put the shutters down so you have to roll through like Indiana Jones. Exactly, a bit of exercise. <laughs> if you can bend down and get in, you can have a sausage roll, mate. <laughs> Dina says that Angel says, uh, why don't you practice your violin? The devil says, let's go for a pint. That's the sort of thing we're talking about. Hayley, uh, not you, this yeah. one. Hayley says, uh, early start at work tomorrow. I should have an early night. After one more episode on Netflix, then the uh, sun starts to come up. You Before can't just watch one episode on Netflix. You can't do it. It's, it's sort of changed the way of, that we've watched telly now. I tried to watch something weekly a while back. I, I couldn't do it. I have to wait for this to finish. Yeah, you've got to watch it all in one go. Game of Thrones was the one, the only one that I sort of stuck with. That was weekly. Yeah. And that's done now, finished. Did you watch Sad. any of that? Yeah, I watched it all. Are we past the spoiler alert point? Are we allowed to talk about <sighs> it? You can't. That? See, there's, you never pass a spoiler alert because always someone there's just watching someone, episode one, yeah. I didn't even know Bruce Willis was dead all the way through. <laughs> like, mate, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. You can't, you know what I mean? You can't. There's got to be a cut-off point, And also, when it's with historical stuff as well that actually happened, like, yeah. don't tell me what happened in Dunkirk. Well, it's actually, yeah, just Google it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh right, Titanic sink did it. Brilliant. <laughs> How's that spoiled? I know, it's a weird one, that. And I think we're past the... the I think we're, I, I'm, I'm going to say we're past the spoiler alert. Oh, so, mate, so. rather you than me. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy the last episode? I know everyone kicked off about it. It was all right. But what did you want from it? I wanted... To, I wanted not to feel indifferent. That's what I wanted. Right. And I just was like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, it was. I, I guess what was weird about if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, but whatever. Um, the uh, Al Bran Stark is now the boss. No, I was a bit that's like, exactly what I mean. I was a bit like, come on. He's done he's, nothing. He's literally done nothing. It, it, no. Somebody posted a little thing on uh, social media uh, a few weeks back on my Facebook page and it said, um, it <laughs> said, on a scale of Arya Stark to Bran Stark, how much effort will you be putting into this job? Like, it's like a, a new question, but I love that. It's really funny. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed the final episode. I thought it was totally fine, and I enjoyed, you know, I thought, that's fine. It wrapped everything up, tied everything up. Everyone could move on. Cool, I'm fine with that. Um, and then I was at dinner with my brother, and... Uh, only at TGI Fridays. We were we didn't go out for dinner. <laughs> we just popped into TGIs and uh, in uh, in sale. Happy and, hour. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And he was really disappointed. And I was giving it. It was fine. It tied everything up. I was fine with it. And then he said, and if you've not seen the show, this will make no sense at all. He said, "Oh, I just thought um, uh, Cersei uh, deserved a better death." Because of everything she'd done up to that point. She, and she had spent the last three episodes sort of looking out the window drinking wine. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, she'd not really been worked hard. He said, first point, that Arya Stark should have used her uh, face thing yeah. to uh, kill Jamie Lannister and then become him and then get close to Cersei and kill Cersei as Jamie Lannister. Does your brother have a job at the minute, or is he? He does have a job, but firstly, I was like, "That's better than what happened." Yeah, it is. Then he said, "John Snow." When um, Tyrion, uh, <laughs> anyone not listen, watch this show is going, "What is going on?" Tyrion, um, before being sort of tried, should have done the trial by combat. Remember trial by combat from like series five? Yeah, and you can nominate a person to to fight on your behalf. Nominate John Snow to fight old uh, what's his face. Um, <laughs> You know, from the 
The Sullied. Who the, the chief of the Sullied? What's um, it called? Grey Worm. Grey Worm. And then they fight. Oh, I was like... Your brother should be... I know, I was like, that's better than what happened! Get him in on Emmerdale or something. That'd oh, be great, that'd be great, though, wouldn't, it? wouldn't it? So what could happen? Instead of having a pint, right? right. So what could happen? Marlon Dingle. Right. <laughs> you could swap faces. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? That's a better ending. <laughs> My brother has fixed Game of Thrones. Where real music matters. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I went to a theme park this week. <laughs> and, uh, oh my god! Uh, other theme parks are available. Um, I've been told to say. Uh, so on the on the ride there, I um, obviously I've got long legs. You know, six foot, and uh, got long legs. There is a moment, especially when you've got a bit of a belly as well, when they bring the thing down, you think, oh my God, I'm not going to get on this ride. <laughs> but then you see people much fatter. It pushes down a kidney when they push yeah, on it. Like, oh, no, God. That'll be fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> Anything for Rita. <laughs> and um, and uh, so I had to sort of put my legs to sort of one side a little bit. And uh, my, um, well, my brother's girlfriend was, was sat next to me on this ride and she sort of went, oh, you're pushing me, you know, your legs are on my bit of the... I said, well, they just are, aren't they? Can't, can't do anything about that. It's just that's what they are. And the subject of manspreading come up. Have you heard this phrase? Yep. Manspread. How would you describe manspreading? It's basically, say you're on the on the I don't trip. want to mansplain it. <laughs> you already are. I know. You just ex- mansplain <laughs> the introduction to mansplaining. Um, <laughs> say, say I'm on the train, yeah. right, and a man sits next to me, or the tube, or, you know, the megabus, whatever you're on. Yeah. Um, the what? Venga bus, whatever it is. Yeah. And um Banter bus. <laughs> the banter bus, yeah. Banter bus, yeah. And someone's say a man sits next to you. Mm. And they sort of like do you know they sit with they're basically space invading you with the legs. Right. You've got an allocated allocated amount of space. Mm-hmm. Use that for your leg space. Right. Don't be dipping into my space with your kneecap. Right. Okay. I I can see why it would be annoying. Yeah. Right. I think there's two things that we've got to think about here. And again, I don't mean to mansplain it, Hayley. Right? You're six foot, yeah, mother. We're taller than you, Six foot generally. two in shoes. Generally, men are bigger. Oh, mate. Aren't they? They no. are taller. So no. they've got longer legs. No. What, men are not bigger? No. That is that is true, though. <laughs> That's just science. That's not my opinion. Right. I want to see the science stats for this. Okay, fine. But right. generally, men are bigger. Right? right. Taller, right? So they're longer. They've got long legs. That's not even the issue here. The issue is... Between that set of legs, Hayley, I don't want to go into detail here, but there's often a couple of fellas there, right, that need a bit of space. They need space, Hayley. And so a fella on a hot train, and also the body, the body puts them out to cool down. It's put them out to cool down. That's what the body does. It brings them in to warm up, out to cool down. That's what it does with your old... Uh... You're bigging yourself up a lot there, that you need more space for that. Uh, Not that, them. <laughs> Them. That's fine. He can sit anywhere. <laughs> I'm talking about them. <laughs> He's all right. He'll he'll rest. <laughs> just he'll loll to one side. I'm not bothered about him. It's them two. That's where they need to stay. They're temperature controlled. Well, just get take out a little remote control fan or something with you. No, like they have you can put on your front of your desk. What? I put a fan down my pants. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do, am I? Yeah. That's the sort of thing that gets celebrities into trouble. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Well, I've got a job for you. No, look, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you've got to, what I would say then, in future... Bigger seats. Bigger seats for men. Men get bigger seats. No, I don't want ah, So you can't be both ways? 
Well, I need more room for me handbag then, if you're going to... I don't carry a handbag, to be honest with you. I don't carry a handbag. Look, if we could put them in a little bag to our side, <laughs> to one side, we would. But it's uncomfortable at the best of times, so... And te it's the temperature control thing, that's the... You know, if you're making a squash up there, going to start overheating, it'll boil in the bag. <laughs> oh, mate. No. People haven't even had the shreddies yet. Make yourself laugh. Does that come out of my money? <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What a day in sport it was yesterday. Yeah. What a day for the underdogs. Mm. I mean, you, the boxing last night, I'm not, I don't really know a lot about boxing, but I, I, as far as I was aware, Anthony Joshua, trim, you know, athletic, unbelievable, probably one of the best boxers we've had for decades, beaten by a fella who looks like somebody who plays darts with your dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Who? I, I just looked at the pictures this morning and I'm like, ow. Yeah. How's that happened? He looks like he should be on a building site, doesn't he? What, like, yeah. Fair play to him. Yeah. Underdogs. I love I love an underdog. And Liverpool winning the Champions League. Plucky, plucky Liverpool. Doing really well there. <laughs> Plucky. Plucky Liverpool. You spot Liverpool, don't you? Yeah, I do. That's why, you, that's why you're using the word plucky and not... Fair play to him. No yeah, one amazing. saw it coming. Plucky Liverpool there. <laughs> uh, runners up in the English league. Oh, here we go. Uh, to, <laughs> to Manchester City. Not rising um, to it. But fair play to them. They did very, very well. They should be very proud of themselves. Yeah, they should. Fair play, Liverpool. I, I, I was supporting you last night. I just, I, just, I just love it when an underdog... You know what I mean? Real David and Goliath, wasn't it? Mm. Um. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! You, right. Look, it was a but lovely, you know it was a lovely day it. out for you. Well. <laughs> That's right. Lovely day out, and I, and I hope you's, uh, you know. Hope I'm you really enjoy biting the my tongue right now, to be honest with you. Uh, I hope you enjoy the parade. Look, I mean, look, they're on the telly now. Look how happy they are. Look how look at me, believe what it. Little faces, oh. little faces. We won a cup. Oh, oh, Jace, <laughs> pushing it now, mate. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, no, fair play. They, they were certainly the the um, the best team on the uh, <laughs> on the night. Uh, fair play. Yeah, well done. Well Stop done there. Well, well done, done, you guys. Yeah. Uh, no, it'll be interesting next season. See, what are they yeah. gonna? Because I mean, can they can they catch Man City? That's the. Uh, we should have been us in the final. <laughs> it should have been City in the final. How do we get VAR? Oh man, bloody robots taking over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Me up. How far back are you going, VAR? <laughs> Three days ago. Oh, he's offside on a Wednesday, so the goal's disallowed on a Saturday. Look, I'm not bitter. Congratulations. Move on. Move on. Congratulations, Liverpool. I'm very, you know, you should be very proud of yourselves. <laughs> Let's play a song. That was going to be You Never Walk Alone then, just to wind me up. <laughs> Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Did you see this story about this? Uh, this will cheer you up. Um, a pensioner who uh, set his sat nav for Rome but ended up in Germany. That's amazing, that. Can you read this? I mean, I, look, I count on my sat nav for a lot. I've gone up the odd one-way street because the sat nav told me to. Yeah. Occasionally I panic because the sat nav loses itself and I find myself in the middle of a field. Even though I can, I can see I'm on a road, the sat nav's like, we're in a field! And then it resets itself, it's fine. Um... But if I was driving anywhere, I think I'd work it out. Yeah, I mean, if you're driving past the remains of the Berlin Wall and you should be in Rome... Yeah. 
then... <laughs> that's, a, that's a clue, isn't that's it? That's a sign. Uh, Luigi Ramonti, 81, was on a pilgrimage to see the Pope and decided to make his way there by car. He was surprised when his navigation system told him he had arrived, despite no signs of any of the famous buildings or architecture. <laughs> the pensioner drove 680 miles to rural Germany uh, after he uh, pulled over at a petrol station near Dusseldorf when his sat-nav stopped working. <laughs> Why are they all speaking German in Rome? Ramonti, who hates flying, <laughs> and has driven to Italy from England many times, uh, says the staff member typed in the name wrong. The staff member, who's blaming the staff member, uh, may have been confused by the fact that Rome is written Roma in Italian uh, and Rom in German. Uh, Luigi then parked up but didn't put the handbrake on of his Jaguar on properly. His car rolled backwards and it, crikey, he's like Mr Bean. <laughs> And in a stunning display of irony, rolled backwards and hit a sign saying Rom. That's funny. The small town uh, in North Rhine, Westphalia, uh, he had mistakenly plugged into the sat-nav. Police said... Police... Why are they involved? Police said the car had come to a halt after hitting the sign, uh, but did not appear to be serious damage, although an ambulance was called to check on the pensioner. God love Luigi. It's like an 80s film, that, isn't it? It's like an 80s carry-on film. (laughs) Like, How have you done that? I mean, I do... Count on the sat nav more than I think I should. Yeah, I feel I like do. I probably should, you know, look at signs and that a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I'm terrible. I'd end up on a, a ride on Alton Towers in my car, thinking, "How oh, am I ending up here?" Yeah, I know. Like, I, I do. When people say, "How oh, did you get to the gig?" I go, "Just follow the sat nav." Which road though? Just follow the sat nav. I know it's gone because th- those conversations that used—that was the only thing that you used to be able to talk to your father-in-law about back in the day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Your father really, had nothing in common. He was into rugby, you were into football. He didn't really like you because you were, you know, with his daughter. And then at some point, you, you'd drive there. I remember, we used to drive to Derby to my ex-wife's house, and they'd be like, "Which way you come?" I was like, "Oh, I went. I cut across at Stoke actually on the A500." Oh yeah, no, it's a good, good route that doesn't it cuts off about twenty minutes rather than <laughs> something yeah. to talk about. Yeah. But now you're just like sat nav, sat nav, mate. Sat nav did it, mate. Sat nav cut across a field, mate. Do you ever play beat the sat nav? Uh, no, because I am uh, very aware of my speed. Yeah, no, of course, same. Absolutely <laughs> the same here. But sometimes when you drop, when you you know you're driving, and it drops two minutes. You're like, oh yeah, yes, have that technology. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. I love a bit of beat the sound now. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. As you might have heard uh, over the last couple of hours of this show, and we're certainly talking about it a lot at the moment. You can win. Tickets to see Billy Joel live at Wembley. Are you a fan? Big fan. Everyone, everyone, I've never met anyone who doesn't like Billy Joel. Can't not like him, can you? He's just a dude. You've got that's... two first names, what's not to love? Yeah, well, there is that. Mm. Uh, but that's the, the... I mean, I love him for many other reasons. <laughs> but yeah, he's great. Uh, uptown girl, piano man. Always a woman to me. I love it. It's great. Great songs. Uh, New York State of Mind. Oh, I love it. I went to see him live at Sheffield Arena once. Yeah. And uh, uh, with, with Peter Kay, went with Peter. And uh, we, we managed to get, I say we managed to get, he managed to get front row. And I don't know how they knew each other, but every so often Billy would come to the front of the stage with his microphone and go, Peter, you sing. And Peter would do, uptown girl, <laughs> uptown girl, together. <laughs> and uh, we, we, anyway, we're having a great night. Really enjoying ourselves and I'm watching him. He gets to the end of the show. You know, sometimes in your town, um, people can let it down. You know when Americans come to visit or a big star comes to do a show 
and then someone heckles or joins in or so does something that you're like, oh, oh no, because yeah. now he's going to think that's what happens yeah. in, that, in my town. All right, so he's here in the north of England. He's nailing it. He's all over the place. The staging's great. The music's great. We're front row. We're having a lovely time. Then the end of the show comes. Good night, Sheffield. Thank you. And he goes, and we all cheer. And I realise, as does, you know, 12,000 other people, he ain't done Piano Man. <gasps> I mean, that's his big song. He's coming back out, mate. He's coming back out. He comes back out, Haley. He nails Uptown Girl. He nails uh, New York State of Mind. Good night, Sheffield. Thank you. Goes off again a second time. And then the place is bubbling with excitement. I've got goosebumps. Pitch black. Spotlight. On a white piano as it rises up through the stage. Another spotlight on the opposite side of the stage. A man. Him, Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a random... Just Hello? a tech looking shocked. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> on the either side of the stage, a piano and a man. They're on some sort of moving walkway. I don't know how he does it, but they start moving to, towards each other. Wow. Yeah, it was spectacular. The excitement in the room is bubbling. It's still silent because everyone's just like, the anticipation is like, oh, he's going to do it, he's going to do it. It gets close. And he leans in, gives the piano a kiss. And he sits down at the piano. Diddling, din, din. The opening couple of notes of Piano Man. And a woman behind me, Sheffield, born and bred, <laughs> as cold as steel, screams, Do Piano Man, Billy! <laughs> and even oh. Billy Joel, at that moment... You see a little just shudder go. And he did it, but I could tell his heart wasn't in it. Uh, he should have just played chopsticks. He should have gone, do you know what? No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Good night, Sheffield. Yeah. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. How about this, Hayley Ellis? Um, a woman in Hong Kong strained so hard on the toilet, she lost 10 years of memories. What? That's right. Why has this not been on the main news? This should be breaking news. Well, it was for her. <laughs> She's breaking something. <laughs> I know. Uh, her son says she suffered a mental blackout after a nasty bout of constipation. For the next eight hours, the China Post claims that the woman could not remember anything from the past decade of her life. She was taken to hospital where doctors kept her overnight, but by the morning her memory had apparently returned. Uh, her family said she was checked over and sent home, but still has no recollection of the eight hours. After she visited the toilet. Oh I mean, my God. was it the strain? Was it the smell? Was it, what was it? <laughs> I mean, I've known people to spend eight hours in a toilet. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've certainly lost years of my life waiting for my dad. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I mean, that's a... That's a, that that's is, a bad... That's a bad stomach, that, is That's it? what they should, start, they should start using it as advertising slogans. Just, what? you know what I mean? Do you want to remember what your kids look like? Eat bran flakes. <laughs> Could be the new... Keep yourself regular. <laughs> oh, ten years. I would, I'd be happy to lose a few years, to be honest. To be with honest, you. I've lost about 10 years. Between 2000 and 2010, it's like it never happened. I don't know what went on in those 10 years. It's all, it's all gone. Just from being on the toilet. I think, I mean, there was a bit of that. But I just, I just, I think everybody's got about a decade in them where they just go, I don't even know what happened. No, I, I was didn't. 19 and then I was 29. <laughs> I don't actually know what happened in those times. And it wasn't all drinking. I don't know what it was. 
It's just gone. Yeah, constipation, mate. It, it was. So just be careful out there, guys. I know Sunday, you know, Sunday's a good day for, you know, it's a big newspaper and it's Sunday. Uh, you know, you can get on, have a problem, have a look through all the different sections. You know, I've lost, I've, I've certainly lost the feelings in my legs a couple of times. <laughs> Never my <in> memory. <laughs> Music matters. Another cracking story I saw, Hayley, mm. uh, in the paper was uh, you know those grabber machines that you get in the um, arcades. Arcades, yeah. So this boy uh, in Mansfield, uh, Nottinghamshire, got trapped in one. I can't believe they have grabber machines in Mansfield for a start. Well, apparently they do. Yeah. A three-year-old boy became trapped in an arcade claw machine after he <laughs> desperately tried to get a teddy to take home. Natalie Draper, 37, uh, had taken Noah and his twin brother Joey to the play centre in Mansfield, Nottinghamshire. Uh, the housekeeper left Noah with a friend while she took Joey to the toilet, only to return to a woman saying, Is that your son in the machine? Natalie then turned to find Noah had completely crawled inside the game in a hope of getting his hands on a soft toy. That is amazing. Imagine going on that machine going, I can win a kid. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. It cost her 45 quid to get him back. <laughs> 50p's. Just trying to grab it, grab his head. <laughs> it kept slipping off. Him back in. That's crazy, isn't it, that? Well, I mean, kids, well, they were, I mean, what, she left, left him with a friend. What yeah. was the friend doing? She was on the bingo machine, probably. I think so. I think so. Or, or she sent him in. Yeah, yeah get, in on, get in there. They are a right con, aren't they? Oh, I, there's I, no grip. There's no grip on those machines. I know. I know. I once, my daughter said, I said to my daughter, uh, she, so can I go on this? I said, sweetheart, they're an absolute waste of money. They, you know, you just keep putting in pounds and pounds and the toy only costs four quid or whatever, mm. so not even that, you know, so it's pointless. I went, look, I'll show you. Bang, put a pound in. Grabbed it, grabbed a unicorn, came out. I was like, oh, you're joking. That's her worldview of grabber machines. Oh, no. That they win 100% of the time. I can't believe you picked up a unicorn as well. She That's pretty impressive. She loves a unicorn. Uh. Yeah, I know. Bites on. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> oh, matron. Um, yeah. That was that was that. That was my experience of the grabber machine. Yeah, but they are they are a rip off. I mean, not as much as the two P machine. Uh, what is the point in that? They're a laugh, though, aren't they? They're not a laugh. Oh, mate. I love a two p. I love a two p pusher. And every t- every now and again, they'll have a little badge stuck on the top of the two p's that you can win. Or I like a two p pusher. Like tipping bo- point. <laughs> but live. Like the Aldi version of tipping yeah, point. Yeah, great. I love it. I love it. I love it. What's funny though is you go to the little two p change machine. You put your two quid in or whatever and get loads of two p's, and uh, and then you spend all your time trying to win. More two peas, and that's what you win. You win more two peas. No one has ever gone back to the thing to go, Hey, can I get these two peas put into a turn into a pound? You have to go to the coin star to transfer it. It's just yeah. pointless. I love it. I love a two P pusher. I always will. I might get one in actually. We're sort of refurbing a, a couple of rooms in our house. Maybe I'll. You can't get a two P machine. Some people get arcade machines, don't they? In jukeboxes. <laughs> I'm getting a two P pusher, mate. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. My mate's just sent me a text. Oh, yeah. She said she's listening with her daughter, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And she says, she's having a little dance and that. And then an advert comes on advertising for sperm donors. That's the sort of things we have on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much was it uh, <laughs> offering? <laughs> I didn't hear the advert. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Crikey. I mean, I might just... I mean, I've got so many things that are going around <laughs> in my head right now. I'm like, <laughs> what is not come friendly? <laughs> You've got enough kids as it is. I have, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, but as long as I can keep manspreading, I can keep producing. 
keep that temperature control. Oh, God. There's a few teenagers just going to bring in a duvet. There you are. How much do I get for that? No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just where my brain went. Oh, God. Just a joke. Just a joke. All right, mate. Anyway, if, if you don't get it, good. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's well a really done, good you. Thing. Uh, thanks for all your uh, texts this morning. Thanks for coming in, Hayley Ellis, who's heading up to Edinburgh Festival this year. Yes. Not the full run, just ten, nine shows. Nine shows. And uh, the show is called Nobody Puts Hayley in the Corner. Yep. Buy a uh, ticket right now, shouldn't they? Yeah. You've seen a preview, haven't you? Just, just like. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen it. There's at least one joke in there. It's a hell of an intro. Yep. Great intro. Great intro. And if you're going to say, I, I love the Edinburgh Festival for the best of times, but uh, if Hayley's there, it's even better. Thank there you go. There's yeah. a, am I on your poster? Uh, yeah, you are actually. Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you ask me for a quote? Yeah. What did, it, what did I? You didn't give me one, but I you did. Just, just please stop texting me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> new number, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> I did give you a quote, didn't I? Um, no, but I do say I'm on, I've been on Absolute Radio. I but... thought you asked me for a quote and I gave you a quote. No, you can give me one now. What's it going to be? Hmm. <laughs> That's not good, is it? <laughs> um, She's all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're there, go. If you're there, go. Yep. Don't make a special trip just for Haley's show, but if you're there, go. That's a, that's a nice thing. That'll to look say. nice in quotes, that, yeah. Do it in like a nice italic. <laughs> Comic sans. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be a good one. I am, um, well, you know, I, 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 my first poster ad. Quotes from like Johnny Vegas and Peter Kay, and you know, I asked them all for quotes and stuff. I don't think it makes a difference. I don't think anyone's going, Oh, oh they've seen it. I'll, I'll, I'll go along. If Jason says, Oh, you're up there, exactly, <laughs> pop your head in, you might, <laughs> yeah, cost you now, yeah, cost you now. <laughs> what are endorsements? <laughs> Have you got some two peas from your machine? Just throw them in a bucket, throw them in. She's well worth a, she's well worth a bucket of two peas. <laughs> That's all we'll say. No, she's a fantastic comedian. Well worth got to see if you're up at the Edinburgh Festival. Ah, what have I got this week? Crikey, let me tell you. Uh, I am doing a gig. Uh, ten- I'm doing a gig tonight. Tonight. In Norwich. Oh, you are glamour. Well, not not, not quite Norwich. Uh, Hopton on Sea in Norfolk. It's in the NR postcode. Um, but uh, I'm doing, it's like a Potter's Resort. Something like that. It's a holiday resort. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. supposed to be doing 45 minutes of stand-up at 9.45 this evening. I've just noticed in my diary for the first time. Let's get going so then, mate. <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. And then uh got a couple of gigs uh, this week. Well, I feel like I've got something. Oh, I'm doing one on Wednesday night in uh, St. Margaret's in London at the Bearcat Comedy Club. It's a fundraiser. That'll be nice. Uh, so come along to that. And then on Friday, Chiswick Proms, mate. Oh. That's where I am. That's the sort of person I am now. I do I do the Chiswick proms. You know what I mean? You're not afraid to go on a 2P machine and then head off to the proms. That's the kind of guy you are. That's the sort of bloke I am. I uh, like the way you're looking in your diary. I, do you know what? My agent used to be linked up to my diary on my phone and I mm. forgot I used to put personal things in there. Okay. So, yeah. 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 That was Get me toes shaved. <laughs> Tuesday. I don't need to know about, about this. That? Have you seen it? Have you looked in my diary? <laughs> so if you are at the Chiswick Proms, uh, then I'll hopefully see you on Friday. Otherwise, here next Sunday for free on Absolute Radio. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.